Yes, it will be. <laughs> yes, it will be. I'm uh, I'm gonna make a mistake tomorrow morning. Okay. <laughs> I, so I'm going camping with a, a bunch oh, of. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm so excited. Okay. It's just gonna be so relaxing with a uh, a bunch of dudes from Apple. We're uh, going to some place that has like a lake and cabins and stuff like that. You could tent camp if you want, but we're gonna be cabin camping, and has like a grill and a campfire and shit like that and we're on the lake so like outside the front door of the cabin like 20 feet away is a lake but they're all obsessed with red dead redemption still online red dead online mm-hmm. i've so never played it online it's different and i'm not a huge fan of it although a huge update just came out today and they're all getting back into it so i might get back into it okay continue but asterisk go back to explaining what the big difference is and what online is like okay um but they <laughs> One of them, uh, Steve, just randomly made the rule. Okay, we're, we all have beards. We're all going to shave our beards to make them look different. Only beard styles that are available in the barbershop of Red Dead Online. So I'm doing big, fat mutton chops that go up into my mustache and then down into the other mutton chop. Did, now, did you have to shotgun call that one? Like, I'm doing this? Yeah. Okay. He sent a bunch of pictures. I don't know what he Googled. He must have Googled like 1800s facial hairstyles. And I just, I screenshotted, I zoomed in and screenshotted the, uh, the big, uh, handlebar mustache mutton chops thing. And I just said dibs. Um, I'm excited for this. I am too. I told people at work and there's like some girls who work around me and they're like, no, you're going to look so ugly without a beard. Cause obviously I'm going to do that. Come home from camping, shave the rest of it off so I could go back to work. I'm not going to have big old mutton chops at work, or at least I wasn't. And then a bunch of people convinced me, do it one day early so we can (laughs) see you with mutton chops for one day and then go camping. So I'm doing that tomorrow, and I'm going to go to my professional workplace that the CEO now works in the same building as me, and I see him almost every day, and I'm going to have big doofus-looking mutton chops. That's how you're recognized. They'll say, hey, who's that mutton chops guy? Who's that mutton chops guy? Who's the guy with the mutton chops and the really wispy little mustache? He just got promoted to blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That's not high enough for a man with mutton chops. (laughs) He just got promoted to lead cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, do it. I think I... So, I've been trying to grow a beard for my entire life mm-hmm. because I've always wanted to have the Clive Owen like nine o'clock shadow. Yeah. 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 Cause I always feel like if Jack I have Gyllenhaal. a nine o'clock, yeah. If I have a nine o'clock shadow, I must have a jutting strong jawline. Then <laughs> that's the, the a plus B equals C in my head. Right. Which of course is not the case, but, uh, I've always wanted it. So I just let, I let this grow out, but it just looks like, you know, pubes. So it just, <laughs> it just gets scraggly, and like wiry so i've learned over the winter so this is the funny part you, you know when i cut my hair recently yeah like the, i cut my side short i yep. do i do the did the facial hair my re, the reactions at work were like night and day it was just everybody was just ooh, hey you, <laughs> you look really nice. good with that haircut yeah people were just walking by and they were just going i like the hair it's like i hey the you did a you clean up really well, huh? I, I was laughing. You do a great impression of people giving hair compliments. <laughs> well, I got him for a whole day, which was very kind. But I remember thinking, yeah, no, I and I said this. I said, uh, I can clean up well when I when I want to, but yeah. like in the winter, I'm just so cold and just tired. I just don't. So I yeah, just look exactly. like like borderline just manic. So I just <laughs> let that go, and then uh, I cut everything off, and it's like, wow, what a 
what a dashing young man it's yeah. Just, yeah but my goal is to get like right now it's getting too long for me yeah. I, want to, I want to trim it back down so it's all like stubby again it's got a really great shape you don't have like full beard coverage do you shave your cheeks or does it just happen to do the it just chin happens to do some, my cheeks will eventually get there but yeah. it's like three hairs and yeah. I just and it's done you got a great chin strap and you even yeah. have like the 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 bottom facing upwards widow's peak thing on your chin yes and then you have the little soul patch and you got a pretty good mustache so yes. like i'm i'm happy with what you have thank you thank you you know what's funny i didn't intend for it to be this way mm-hmm. but i feel like if i just like kept this area it reminds me of tony stark yep which you we can were, definitely do the tony stark we were talking about uh we were talking about just before we started recording yeah we're <laughs> Because we didn't oh. talk about it enough. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to go back to that. Well, we don't need to go <laughs> back to the longest episode we've ever recorded by far. The most, the ever for me, because I, I do two podcasts. Yeah. And it's the longest I've ever done. Yeah, same. Ever. I haven't really done other podcasts, but I did like that YouTube thing. Yeah. But, um, yes, it's just so good to get it all out finally. Yeah. Because there's people at work who still haven't seen it and are still like, spoilers, don't talk about it. It's like, okay, relax. You can't be that guy for two and a half weeks. Uh, I was that guy. Yeah. Don't forget. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was that guy. I, I just had guy. to experience that every like Wednesday night for a couple hours. Oh, <laughs> Not man. eight hours a day at work. I feel like I need to see it again. You do. I've seen it three times and I enjoyed it just not as much. I enjoyed it in different ways each time. But still like the, a big part in the same way. But I got little tidbits of extra enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It would mean going through another Star Wars trailer blackout, which was... <laughs> that just... was hilarious. Just... <laughs> you look like you were following the directions of, in the event of an unlikely crash, please <laughs> g- hold your hands around your head and put your legs between... Put your head between your legs. And, and you were also just going... Oh, you heard me? Oh, Yeah. I don't think anybody else nearby could have heard you, but I knew what you were doing and I heard you. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, oh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, I'm making that mutton chops mistake tomorrow. Shaving it tomorrow. Maybe when I get home tonight. Actually, probably when I get home tonight because I have an early shift tomorrow and I don't want to get up and shave. I gotcha. I'm going to get up and shower with just enough time to get out of the door in time. Right. Right. But, uh, and then I'm going camping. So excited about that. I'm bringing my hammock that I got for Christmas that I haven't been able to set up. It's a cloth hammock that like folds into a bag. Just going to string it up between two trees. Can you tell me Mm -hmm. what is the big appeal of camping? Because when you guest featured on enough about you when it was, when Johnny was in the fold, it was you talking about steak and camping trips. Oh Yeah. And now, once now that Johnny has left the fold, mm-hmm. and you have taken the mantle. And right, it's you and I. I'm the Johnny now. You, <laughs> you are now going camping again. So, what is the big appeal? I go camping every year. I know. What we is call the it big meat appeal? Fest. This is Meat Fest yeah, 2019. What is the big appeal of it? A going camping with these guys. These guys is meat, in more ways than one. But um, uh, we're doing huge steaks again, and we're going back to high quality. We've talked about the best steak I've ever had is that porterhouse from the first year. You want porterhouses again? We're doing porterhouse. Like, and those, they splurged. Those are like $30 steaks, <laughs> like when they bought the steaks. Individually? Um, yeah. Um, so we're doing that again. Uh, we're also going to be doing a chili night, which is like whatever, chili. Um, but making on a campfire is kind of cool. Um forget exactly what we have but we have some other good stuff one morning Whiskey? is going to be 
Oh, we got some whiskey. A couple of them like don't drink, not like are against drinking, but just never have, never will. So that's always a little weird. I think like drinking in front of people who are like more or less against drinking. Yeah, you know, I want to I want to talk about that afterwards, but keep going. Um, keep and going. then uh, one morning we're going to be doing a meat breakfast, which is like we're doing sausage, bacon, like steak and eggs, like all this stuff. Just meat, meat, meat. You should have some veggies. No. <laughs> the veggies go well with, with meat. Yeah, I bet. Grilled asparagus, <sighs> no. sautéed kale. No. Yes. <laughs> you, you should do vegetables. Here's the worst vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> roasted brussels sprouts sure yeah that i can do okay okay um, roasted cauliflower yeah hell yeah, yeah see okay okay yeah. see i got you i got you um I got you. but it's meat fest you know like for snacks in between meals we have slim jims and like beef jerky and stuff like that so i think we talked about it back in that episode like a year ago but mm-hmm. like i don't crave camping <laughs> yeah um which is so there's there's meat and then there's just i've actually been to this place like i heard we were going camping here realized it was really close to my parents house last time i went to my parents house i was like hey dad we got nothing going on can you drive me up to this place and we can just check it out together it is in the middle of nowhere you cannot hear a single car it's so far away from like civilization you just hear birds chirping and you just hear wind going through the leaves you'll hear some rain um have you read I know I sent you some of the subreddits of people's crazy, weird stories, scary shit when they go camping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope I get one. You hope you get one? <laughs> no, I don't know. You hope at three in the morning you, you hear somebody like just walking through your campsite and you look to the window and there's just a guy by himself out there. Yeah. With no light. Yeah. You want that? No, I don't. I Obviously, say, but the, fucking the chances of that happening are so rare. Are they though? Yeah, that doesn't just happen. <laughs> That's not a common camping thing. But what if we're manifesting your destiny? Well, stop. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you are doing, please do not. Um, but also, like, I got a, I got my pizza book that my girlfriend got me that I haven't really had time to you read much. You should do campfire pizza. I was, th- we were thinking about doing campfire pizza. One person was like, oh, "No, I, this is my night to cook. I want to do calzones." And we're like. That's you know, pizza. like pizza is That's like pizza our whole folded over. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but like we want to do like pizza, pizza. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then um, I don't, it's just going to be chill. Don't have to. I'm going to use my phone as little as possible. Um, nice. Just not just a disconnect from the world. Just chill. You shouldn't even bring it. Why bring <sighs> outside communication? Man, what Nothing bad's going to happen. Well, music. And I may want to do an audiobook if I really bang through the pizza book. Okay. Or I could literally, I bet I could just sit there on a chair for two days and do nothing. Do you smoke cigars? There there are going to be cigars. Me and one of the non-drinking guys are also non, not fans of cigars. Oh, okay. I'm not like against smoking, but like I just Ooh. don't like it. I was at the casino on Saturday for a bachelor party, mm-hmm. and I do like cigars. Yeah, I know. We've talked about and, it. And <laughs> uh, I was tasked with getting cigars, and I yep. was so happy to show up and choose the cigars oh i was very happy about that i was very happy um anyways would you feel less guilty if now would you always feel guilty about drinking with somebody who doesn't drink if no matter what 
Like, it's different if they're, like, recovering alcoholics or if they had a really bad history of that so, in their family. But. Funny story. Uh, one of my cousins is a recovering alcoholic, and we, like, didn't really know he was an alcoholic because we have a big Irish family and we drink a lot. Right. Um, but he apparently drank too much, and he's doing really well. Like, he's, like he just picked mm-hmm. up hobbies, and he's, like, obsessed with these hobbies now, so, like, he doesn't even think about drinking anymore. We went out to see one of my cousin's shows at a bar in Hartford. Like, she did, like, a... Uh, it was kind of like a like a small little stage show like a one day play but it was like at this big bar i forget what the name of it was um and he was there and like we was at a bar so we all grabbed drinks and i think every one of my family members offered him a drink sarcastically like ironically like hey connor you want me to get you one um yeah, but like we all have a sense of humor and he has a sense of humor about that stuff um but like we went to visit him in rehab and he was like I'm currently digging a hole out of my room with a spoon on the wall <laughs> and stuff like that. But so depending on like that type of situation, I don't feel bad about it. And I also, I believe in him. I think he, do, he can be around people who are drinking and like, I think he's done with that shit. But, um, certain people who are like against it for whatever reason, it depends. Like this guy, we last meat fest meat fest 2018 we had a couple glasses of whiskey one night like we had the steak and whiskey night and that was also cigar night so it was really that was a very american night very very <laughs> it's a very hearty night yes, yeah exactly yes indeed. yes indeed um and we had some whiskey in front of him and everything was cool and everything was fine we, i would never get drunk in front of like him in particular because that's the thing he doesn't like about drinking is the way that it like changes your behavior and your mind and your right. It's it's altering. conscience and stuff. Yeah, it's altering. So he doesn't like that. I wouldn't get drunk in front of him, but I would enjoy a whiskey. By the way, psilocybin is now legal in Denver. The what? Psilocybin is now legal in Denver. What's that word? Uh, Teach me something. Magic mushrooms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was hearing about that. Yeah. That's mm. interesting. It's because they found like there's like medicinal benefits they found from it. Yeah. That they're using to treat like PTSD, depression, anxiety. Uh, yeah, you were telling me about that when we couldn't get the name of that book right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, yeah. You know what's funny? I really miss the ability from when I was younger where I could drink without fear of the repercussions. <laughs> We've talked about that yeah. too, and it just yeah. doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. Like, th- there's a weird thing. Uh, there's a weird thing where I just want to not. Ach- so Saturday, for example, I was drinking mainly vodka and tequila. Mm-hmm. Tequila. I was this just, Saturday. Yeah, tequila. I was just throwing back in shots or sipping, and then vodka. I was having vodka clubs mm-hmm. with lime. Yep. Um, vodka clubs with lime basically taste like seltzer. Yeah, and. Uh, tequila you know tastes like tequila yeah so i was just throwing them back and i actually do believe in this that if it's clear liquor i perform better Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's the thing yeah so i feel better off of that so i actually woke up sunday well i actually woke up sunday still drunk but i woke up just still drunk went back to sleep and then i was okay later Mm -hmm. i just felt like dirty icky yeah but i was not hungover head pounding angry like like upset stomach i didn't have any of that but the weird thing was is that that's not stuff I would ever really drink. If you said, oh, if you said, if we hung out, if we had a second date and you said, let's go get a drink, I would probably get either a glass of wine if we were eating or if we were just getting a, just a drink and that's it, I'd probably get a whiskey. Mm-hmm. That's my go-to style is scotch or Irish whiskey. Yep. Maybe bourbon. But I, for some reason, just, and I didn't do it on Saturday. 
Hmm. You know, I just wanted the most efficient alcohol. But here's the thing. I don't like getting drunk, nor do I like the after effects of it. Interesting. I still did it. I think it's because maybe I rationalized that I knew there would be large consumption of alcohol this evening, no matter what. And I have to just invest properly and efficiently. And that's what <laughs> I did. You were min-maxing this party. <laughs> yes. Um, so maybe that was it. Yeah. I, I don't really know. But have you ever done that where you just you just give in to it? Like, it's kind of like, uh, you probably don't do this, but if I go somewhere and it's just bad party food, mm-hmm. like wings and shitty pizza and all yeah. this other shit, yeah. or in like garlic bread, cheese, yeah, dip, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. ranch, <laughs> that stuff, <laughs> I like try to figure out and ration my investments of, okay, I'm going to take damage here. I need to mitigate my damage. What do I eat? This is going to hurt coming out of my asshole later. So how much of it or can I eat? Less of that, more of like it's going to fuck up my stomach and it's not going to be good yeah, for me. Yeah, exactly. Where do I go? Well, I'm going to get more protein per buck for chicken wings. <laughs> I'll go for chicken wings. The dairy and the cheese on pizza isn't going to isn't going to help me at all, but it will fill me up the fastest. Mm. You know? Like, <laughs> jeez, that's not how I think about oh, it. Oh, there's too much sugar I think, and salt oh, in the there's... salad. So the salad dressing is mixed with the salad. It's not on the side. So that's fucked. Yeah. You know? Oh, that, that's just that's just baked veggies, but it's with cheese and it's in fried dough. So there's a lot of butter and high fat and salt. So I can't have I shouldn't have that. Yeah. That's how I like break down the party platter. But do you do that with party? You probably do that with party platters. But do you do that with alcohol? Same way. Occasionally where it's like you're at a party. You're here to get drunk and be at a party. I'll just just give me whatever. Just <laughs> pour it down my throat and make it affect my brain. But like. I still will go. I'll try to get drunk on uh, something I like, but if I know that like I'm getting drunk tonight, I'm gonna try and not have cider, which is my go-to because that's really sugary and that's gonna give me a killer hangover. Yeah, true. But um, if it's like you're gonna you're gonna drink to get drunk tonight, I'll do like vodka sodas and stuff like that. I do vodka sprite. Yeah. But then yeah, it's different. Depends. Yeah. Depends on where I am too. Yeah. Yeah. If I go to like a bar, like uh, we used to go to Tassane every Tuesday night for a gay night at Tassane. It's a blast. Um, but I would do like vodka sodas and like Manhattans and shit like that. Just See, I, I, fill I, me with alcohol. I can't stand bars anymore. Yeah. I can't fucking stand them. Yeah. I can do pubs. Okay. Which is yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah, but bars where it's pubs. like, what did you say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, you know, tonight. nothing's gonna be better than tonight yeah exactly it's just bumping in the background (laughs) yeah or it's some live band just doing a cover of that song like tonight (laughs) that kind of shit like i just can't do it it's just no no it's just i get i get aggravated i just stand there and just stare at things i'm just thinking this is a fucking waste of my time i can't like two hear hours anybody. left of the shit <laughs> yeah i can't hear anybody i have to scream to be heard i can't get a drink the way i want to they make drinks like shit because they're trying to just get everybody drunk it's just yep. why am i here if i want to get drunk we could buy a bottle and we could just chug it in the bathroom <laughs> if that's the fucking goal and then come out and then tonight's gonna be the best and night <laughs> exactly then tonight would be the best night. pubs pubs are great Pubs are great. Yeah, no, I love. Do you I like, like sitting at the bar in a pub or like grabbing yes. a table with some friends and just chilling uh, and shooting shit? If I have shit? friends, I like booths. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. just me or one other person, mm-hmm. I love the bar. Yeah, I love stand- talk to strangers. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, not in America. <laughs> Outside okay. of America, I do, gotcha. but not in America. In America, mm, not in America. No, I just don't trust people in America <laughs> yeah, compared to like Canada or the UK. Although Be- even in the UK, I've uh, as I've gotten older, I've gotten way more paranoid. Hmm. Way more paranoid. Way more just alert about things. So I'm, yeah. I'm definitely more closed off now that I'm getting older, which I think explains a lot of the former generations mindset of things yeah get off my lawn like that kind of <laughs> shit just yeah. it makes more sense as you get older I, I i don't know why i just feel like now that i'm getting older i have more to not only lose but i have more that i care about yeah you know so everything's more valuable all of a sudden right compared to when i'm younger it's just like all i have is tonight so whatever happens it happens you know <laughs> tonight's gonna be the best night yeah exactly so <laughs> so i feel like like, so this happened last night. I'm laying down to go to bed. Yep. It's fairly early. It's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. All right. As you know, I have security cameras outside. I do. So I can just... I make up. faces at them every time I walk I up the stairs. I know. I can pull up my phone, just catch <laughs> catch a recording or see what's going on. So I'm laying down and I heard a sound that sounded like somebody was closing the front door. Mm. So I immediately froze. And I just thought... Well, I, well, I froze, but I looked at my camera mm-hmm. and I saw that... Uh, Hong wasn't home, mm-hmm. so I you can see like the car. The, the car, car was, was not, not there, there, so I knew. Okay, so there's only two people in this house, and I'm one of them, mm-hmm. and the other one's right next to me. So if there's any noise in this house, it's an intruder. Are you just still and listening? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's an intruder. So I gave it a second, and I waited, and I paused, and then I put the phone down, and then I grabbed a knife. <laughs> God damn! And then I opened my door slowly. Close the door slowly, and I just cleared out my house just to make sure. But that's something I probably wouldn't have done if I was younger, because I wouldn't have given a shit. But I'm ready to kill somebody because they fucking coming in my house at 10:30 at night. So I'm freaked out. So I'm checking every closet. I'm going through the bathroom, making sure no lights wow. go on. I'm turning on no lights. I'm slowly right because I think we talked about that. Yeah, I don't think on the podcast, but yeah, if there's an intruder, do not turn on the lights because you know the layout of your house a lot better than the intruder does. Exactly. So, no, it was fine. And then I, I remember going back to bed just thinking, why did I just fucking do that? Like, why, why did I get so amped up to fucking... <laughs> that mystery is killing me now? What was the noise? I don't know. Uh, I think it was my neighbors closing their front door. Uh, okay, like across, like next door. Yeah, like right there. But like a separate building, right? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Are you that responsive to that kind of thing? First of all, my apartment is so small. It's basically one room. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I would know in that situation. I would see the bright light from the hallway <clears throat> shine in briefly. Okay, so never mind. Um, but if I was at like my parents' house, house sitting, and I'm sleeping downstairs or whatever, and I definitely hear the door open. I would, I would probably just freeze and listen for a very long time and listen for anything, and then I would go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like walk around. Fair enough. Fair enough. But my dad also does have a ring doorbell on the front and back. So okay, and so it's you could always see it. it's actually he uses them as a security camera. And I told him, why don't you get a security camera? Because <laughs> he does not have them where the doorbell goes. He has them facing the door. No one would ever ring it like where they are. You could barely even see one of them. So I would just look and uh, I, I'm attached to his account. So if I wanted to, I could pull up right now. Right. The last 20 times the motion sensor went off and started recording. Right. So it 
doesn't it shows me a live feed if i wanted to but it also records 30 seconds before and 30 seconds after any motion is detected i gotcha so i would be able to see if someone came right right i would do that now but before i would just listen nothing nothing, so you know not even a peep okay so so here's a, a specific thought that i had i think last morning driving to work i thought what if i had a gun Mm. Right now, I'm not a huge fanatic for guns. Okay, I understand the utility, and mm. I understand the effectiveness of just brandishing a weapon like that. Yeah, it's the equivalent of if you walked into somebody's house and they had a like samurai sword or a katana. <laughs> I wouldn't go near them. And they had a properly sh- like they were holding in a proper stance with oh, offensive God. or offensive stance. <laughs> I know if I get within ten feet, my throat is cut. That yeah, kind of thing, like that kind of shit. Um. Like, because a lot of people always talk about you could have an empty gun and that's enough of a threat for somebody to just be, oh shit, okay, I'm leaving. Yeah, exactly. Or they always say if you just cock a shotgun, even if it's, even if it's empty, just <laughs> that sound yeah, means get sound. out. It, yeah, it means please leave the house now <laughs> before I find you. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of that, and then I thought, well, no, because, and I've always said this too. The second you introduce an element into your life, you become, you join the pool of statistics. So if I get a pool, even if I never use it, I still have a greater chance of drowning than if I never got a pool. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I get a gun, I mean, technically, I guess if I never put bullets in it ever, mm-hmm. then this wouldn't be a thing. But automatically, the the chances of a gun-related issue occurring... No, because what if uh, someone who lives here is like there's a gun oh i noticed there's no bullets in that oops that's going to be a big mistake when he goes to use it let me put bullets in it boom right. skyrocketed okay. Okay. your okay. Just chances so, so that could be a thing <laughs> but you know what i mean right like it's just something that i thought and i kind of talked myself out of thinking about getting one because i was just thinking i don't want to put myself in that statistics pool yeah you know yeah exactly. it's just it's a weird pool to join and it's but, but it's ultimately just the idea of um not so much self-defense <laughs> But this was a good point by a, a joke on uh, on a podcast I heard mm. about uh, Boulder, Colorado, mm-hmm. and how it's crunchy hippies everywhere, <laughs> right? Really beautiful place, really chill, vibey people. But how would they handle the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> Probably not well. So, and I thought that's a good point. Like, if something ca- catastrophic did happen, yeah, I would want to be prepared, right? Yeah, kind of the same way how I'm prepared. I try to be prepared, anyways, right. Like, why am I not preparing for that kind of worst case scenario? Or Agreed. Right? So, maybe I should. So, I keep going back and forth. And Tomek, who's been on here before, uh, we've talked about going shooting. And I promised him I'd go shooting with him. So, and I know you've shot guns, but eventually we'll mm-hmm. go with him and, and get that going. But, yeah. A lot of weird thoughts as I get older. Yeah. I... Pretty much, I guess you put it pretty well, the reason I will never get a gun. There, it's so much more likely that an accident will happen than you using it the way you think you're going to be using it. Exactly. It's like astronomically more likely. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't want to get into a gun debate. No, no, no. We don't have to get into a gun debate. I mean, if you want to talk about the laws and uh, gun laws and gun control. Although, I did, you know why I thought this mm-hmm. on Monday morning? Because a guy drove past me. Full of super patriotic stickers. Yeah. Super heavy. <laughs> patriotic stickers. Yeah. The, the, the guys who uh, 
yeah, super patriotic. Lifelong member NRA. And one of them said, fuck gun control, but the K was an AK-47. Cool, yeah. That'll get your point across. <laughs> yeah. I and, agree with that guy now. Thank you, bumper sticker. And a part, a part of me always thinks just... Because the argument is just, I need to defend myself in the case there's a government uprising. With an AK-47. But then at the same time, they have stickers supporting our troops. And it's just, who do you think is fighting for the... Do you think the politicians are going to be walking the streets, <laughs> clearing houses by houses? Yeah, exactly. Or do you think it's going to be the troops they fucking send in? Like, yeah. what do you think they're going to do? Yeah. And you have all these things like, I stand by my veterans, blah, 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 blah. And then they have, gun- they have all these stickers and arguments about how... They need to defend themselves against the tyranny of, of the government and, you know, like an uprising of the citizens. It's just, okay, yeah. so you, you're super patriotic. You really love your guns because you're super patriotic, but you're willing to kill your fellow citizens and government personnel and the military if they turn against you. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah cool. For America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. We don't have to get into a, a gun control, gun debate. I uh, that shit tonight, but there is a really great uh, plant store, like a flower shop, uh, like right across the street from our apartment that my girlfriend's gone through a couple times. And we have like a few really nice potted plants hanging from the ceiling of our like apartment. Basil. We did get some like basil, basil there. Yeah. I've put it on some of my basil, pizzas basil. that I've been making. Um, yep. We got a nice vine of some sort. I can't remember the name that's hanging from the ceiling and looks super cool. We're going to get a ficus to put in the corner there's like this one corner that we have no idea what to do with let's shove a fucking tree in there um but the guy is so nice he's like just this old ratchety like probably irish guy from the looks of him um and behind the register he has a plaque like a wooden thing hanging on his wall in the shape of a revolver that says i don't call 911. <laughs> And it's like, okay, respect. Uh, after you shoot someone in your store, you should probably take that sign down <laughs> from when the cops show up. And they're like, cool, you couldn't wait to shoot this guy, I bet. This actually is a good point. Was there an American flag etched into the thing? Uh, there may as well have been. Yeah, like, right. there was some of that kind of art. Like, you know when you go to a, a really nice, like, breakfast diner, and it's like use the complaint jar or whatever it's like a paper shredder or whatever and like they got a bunch of sassy shit on the wall it was that but it was all like in the vein of those patriotic bumper stickers (laughs) but like these cool like nice artsy wooden things (laughs) that hang in a restaurant i i uh i tried to explain this to somebody and i think i explained it to you maybe um about ireland and Mm -hmm. the cool thing i liked about ireland is that the irish yep love being irish yeah and they love that you're there to see ireland yeah so they're just they're just oh what you here for oh yeah no that it's a nice time to see the to see like all the grass yeah it's nice (laughs) (laughs) would you like some tea like that's that's their mentality just oh the grass is great isn't ireland great yeah ireland's great yeah and and they want to just give you fucking biscuits with Irish butter. Like, oh, it's the best butter mm, in the world. I'm it telling is, you. Though. Oh, it is the best butter. And they give you that shit, and it, it really is. It's just a stick of fat. <laughs> yeah, and, and, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, their hospitality is in, in their nature. And I, I, I know I spoke to this to somebody, and I forget who, but I was saying the cool thing about Ireland was that the Irish were proud. Are They are proud that they're Irish. Mm. They are very proud of the things that they've done as a country and as a people, mm. and they love their country for it being what it is. But they love that you're there to see it. They're like, oh yeah, you're trying to find some sheep, are you? Well, they're over there. You should go see some sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and like, 
Oh, look at him go! Like, they're over in Sheep Town. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, oh, where are you going? Oh, oh, I want to see Cliffs of Moher. Oh, yeah, everybody sees the Cliffs of Moher. They're beautiful, though, aren't they? And, uh, hopefully it's not foggy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they're just pumped that you're there just to see it. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, can That's I like help you? real just, patriotism. Yeah, it's, it's, this, it's this welcoming way to... I mean, they're not saying, like, oh, stay, you know, stay forever. They're not saying that. <laughs> Live with me. <laughs> yeah, they're not saying that. But they're very welcoming, and they're very happy just... Oh, we make great sweaters. You should see our sweaters. Look at our sweaters. Aren't they great? You're Feel listing off. everything I did in Ireland. Yeah. Feel how thick they are. Aren't they great? Oh, they're great, aren't they? And it's it's a cool mentality that they have to be so welcoming. Where I remember in one of my um, B&Bs, we showed up and she said, she, she, it was really hard to get to. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, I'm sorry. It's so hard to get to. It's, it's a little, it's a wee bit out the way from the town and all this other shit. And then she welcomed us in. She goes, oh, look, it's it's my dog. And it was just this golden retriever, just this fat golden retriever. <laughs> we were just petting the dog. She, oh, look, it's yeah. my dog. <laughs> she didn't say that. But. Talks to you like you're a fucking child watching a cartoon. <laughs> Can you find the dog? <laughs> She didn't say it just like that, but she was super chill, and she was saying, she was just like, so so what you got planned? And we were just saying, oh, you know, we'll probably just have dinner. <laughs> you almost said it in an Irish accent, and you had to turn it off. Sorry. I was like, oh, you know, just probably dinner, and uh, maybe grabbing a pint, and that's pretty much it. Tomorrow, we're going to go see, you know, the castle. She mm-hmm. was like, oh, everybody loves that castle. It's a great castle. <laughs> It's a beautiful castle. They, 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 they take care of the land around it. It looks great. There's also a free castle right next to it. Nobody goes there. You should go down on the left. You'll see it. And we did. And it was beautiful. But it was... And then she was, she gave us a fucking pot of tea. And it was great. Nice. But that's very different than people who come to America and want to... Like, like if somebody came to America and just said, Oh, I want to see Americans and be a part of American tourism. <laughs> that's not what you get. You don't get that. You get some tourist gift shops of people yeah. just staring at you. So where are you from? It's just, oh, you know, India. Cool. All okay. right. That'll be 1080. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's not the same. It's not the same. And it's weird to me that patriotism is handled so differently on the two different countries. Yeah. You know? Uh, we're there. It's like, we love Ireland. We love being Irish. Come see Ireland. It's the best. We love it. Yeah. Here, it's America. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> we are the best. Why? You don't think so? Go yeah. fuck yourself. You know? Yeah, just, exactly. It's, it's, I'm not saying there's not hospitable areas or good spots for tourism. Yeah. But I especially wouldn't call, like, if you want, because when the world thinks of America, they think of a cowboy. Okay. They think of Southerners. They don't really think of a New yeah. York, they don't think of like a guy in Brooklyn. Right. Smoking a joint and going to a bar is, is, is American. They think, <laughs> they think of people down <laughs> South, like, you know, line dancing, doing shots of whiskey, shooting guns, riding exactly. horses, yeah. pickup trucks. That's what they think of. They think of that as American. And honestly, a lot of those people are like the most hospitable people in the in the country. Oh, down south? Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's just weird to me how Canada has the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's not this it's not the same as, you know, like come on in. Like it's great. You should see I mean there is that. Yeah. But it's they have a sense of there's such a sense of unity. From what I can tell, mm-hmm. which I think is so admirable, which is why it feels so good for me to be there, right? Because everybody's just no, we're, we're Canadian. Like it, it, a lot of it is like America 2.0, though. Like there is a lot of like assholes who hate each other. And oh, they have plenty of problems, especially yeah. within the provinces. They have plenty of political problems and even nationalism problems yep. with you know, especially white nationalism and all that other shit. They yeah. have that up there plenty. It's just. Um, 
it's just weird to me. It's just weird to me how it's so specific for Ireland. And I remember I was telling I was telling an Irish guy here uh, at work when he was saying, "Oh yeah, you went to Ireland. Like, uh, where'd you go?" And I told him. He said, "Oh yeah, I live five minutes. I live down five minutes from Derry or whatever. Like, yeah, right from that area. No, that's that's a fantastic area." He was like, best butter in the world. And he said, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> he said, oh, you can't beat that butter. And uh, it was... it was. Does he have an Irish accent? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny because he almost doesn't look Irish. And then the second he starts talking... You're holy oh, Irish. You are holy Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Holy Irish. Um, but it's... Uh, it, it's Yeah. And he was saying the same thing. It's He was saying it's funny, but he goes, it makes sense. He goes, it makes sense once you live there. Mm-hmm. once you live there uh <laughs> once you live there uh he was saying it makes sense because you just you understand the community of ireland it's yeah like, he's he was saying it feels like ireland is a community as a whole rather than like all these mini communities we Except have in for america dublin. he said dublin's always like the one they all piss on but besides <laughs> that <laughs> dubliners always get pissed on he said yeah Besides I mean, that, that's though. basically all there is in Ireland. There's Dublin and everybody else. Yeah, pretty it's much. like pretty much basically the size of what, like Rhode Island or something, and not that small. But no, Ireland's uh, fucking small. It's a little bit bigger than Connecticut. Yeah. Probably. So, <laughs> could you imagine if Connecticut was our whole country? It's probably Massachusetts size. It's basically Hartford and everybody else. Yeah, basically. Or New <laughs> Haven and everybody shits else. It's on New Haven. Yeah, it's New Haven and everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, that was a tangent. That was a tangent. It was just some things that I've been thinking about because I've just been... Just thinking about Ireland. Well, I'm, my brain's fried, man. Work's been just relentless, so... Your work is about to relent, though. I hope so. Thursday, you told me. I hope so, yeah. But it's just been relentless, and so my brain is fried. So there's times I'm just zoning out, forgetting what I'm doing, and I'm just like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> so you per- or we should go camping camping yeah let's do it <laughs> see i don't like camping <laughs> that's the problem when's the last time you've been camping <sighs> like adult teenager child teenager okay i mean uh, maybe adult uh maybe 18 all right 17 18 maybe what was who'd you go with family friends uh, i think it was friends all right i think it was friends I don't. That's how long it's been. Yeah, that's how long. It's it depends been. on the people you go with. It depends on the reason you're going. It depends on where you're going. It depends on what you're doing. Yeah. No. I mean, <clears throat> I used to go camping all the time and hate it because I was part of the Boy Scouts. Because <laughs> it was like school on the weekends. Or going camping, but we have to like learn stuff and do a bunch of stuff. And you, you know what it is? It's just that I don't. The closest thing I had to camping that I loved was when I did Tough Mudder in Vermont. Mm. And I remember at night, I couldn't stop looking up because there was zero light pollution up in Vermont. Yeah. And I was just blown away. I felt like a kid again. Yeah. And I kept telling, I was like, guys, look up. Guys, look up. <laughs> Holy shit. Just yeah. look up. Um, and then the next day, it, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> the soreness. I still no no no. Oh, oh, the soreness. I had I got tendonitis from doing tough. I I was I blew out my leg. Jeez. Oh uh, yeah, it was bad. But no, the moment the morning in Vermont that it's still so vivid to me. Mm-hmm. I remember I woke up. We were sharing a giant cabin room. I was sleeping behind a couch uh, where I set up like a little air mattress. Yeah. So we all had like a little private spot. 
I woke up and somebody was making coffee. And Mike, I think Mike was making coffee. He went, yo, do you, do you want some coffee, man? I was like, yeah, sure. But at the time, I kind of was getting into coffee. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, yeah, sure. Why not? It's coffee. Yeah. I took it. He's like, it's Green Mountain, man. Like, it's, Hell yeah. It fits. It, it fits. And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I took it. And I was thinking, it's a little stuffy in here. I'll go on the porch that's attached. And I opened the door and I stepped outside. And A, it's quiet. Yeah. It's just no noise. Yeah. It's just the wind in the trees. All the nocturnal some, shit went to bed. All the. Oh, yeah, this is in the morning. So it's yeah. like some birds chirping and flying around. And that's yeah. it. I remember just staring. I stood there and I did. I took a big breath in and I just smelled nature. Like. You know, remember growing up, the smells and feels of stuff, like smelling the fall when you yeah. were a kid yeah, walking yeah, yeah. outside. Yeah, crispiness. Yeah, and now it fades because we're dying. It's just, <laughs> it's just... It just smells like exhaust, car exhaust on the exhaust way to work. and fatigue. It's yeah. just... It's seasonal depression. Yeah. That remind, that was the closest to bring me back to being a kid of just, this is what nature smells like. This yeah. is what trees and grass smells like. And That's remember, another huge part of it. And I was just, oh, it was like a reset button on my senses. Yeah. And I had a sip of coffee and then the caffeine hit. So all my senses went to overdrive <laughs> and then I took another big breath. I remember just, I remember just standing there going, holy fuck, this is beautiful. Yeah, dude. That's part beautiful. of Beautiful. So we're going, we've gone camping twice three times in connecticut once in massachusetts this is going to be the second time in massachusetts and we're just going up to southwick like it's not super far but i know we're no clue where that is it's uh right above granby it's like right above the line okay it's the southernmost town of massachusetts in that area you guys should go to vermont i know i know i so like the, we were talking about this trip and i'm like guys like when are we going to go all out? When are we going to like Yellowstone or something? Or like oh, whoa, that's, Yosemite. That's a lot. But like, could you fucking imagine waking up to having that experience, but looking out at El Capitan? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. True. This True. is nature dialed up to 11. True. This is like some Minecraft shit that you just True. stumbled upon. Quick question. What do you think about uh, grounding and earthing and all that other stuff? Like being grounded? Like no, I mean, I mean the whole concept of um, getting back in touch with nature, like walking through grass and bare feet, that kind of. And thing. I mean, that's it's nice, it's relaxing, it's like therapeutic. I'm sure there's people who are like fanatics about it. Right. Well, it's 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 just the idea of we're meant to be in nature, not within. It's kind of the whole thing. It's like we're not supposed to have jobs. We're supposed to be doing. It's the. Uh, it's just this idea that. The human body is supposed to function yeah, naturally. I mean, the way, like the 10,000 years humans have been alive, jobs have only really existed for like 500 years. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of new. And it's that's why we're all getting fat. And <laughs> like we're supposed to be like picking berries and killing deer and shit like that. Right, right. Um, that's something that I think I want to do at some point in my life. Kill a deer. Uh, elk. Go bow hunting. Bow hunting and kill an elk. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to bow hunt? Hell yeah, that would be dope. Yeah? Shooting a stick so fast that it kills a thing that you've been trying to kill. Yeah. Yeah? Outwit, outwit outlast. Outwit, outlast. Outplay. Yeah? Whatever the survivor thing is. It, the hard thing for me would be the training of the bow. Because you have to have like a pretty powerful heavy bow. 
and then to pull and back an accurate shot and hold and be like and breathe, <laughs> quivering <laughs> and get it in your sights and then have to have it actually to let go while knowing like wind direction and yep yep, yep, and yep. like that's it's a lot it's a lot but i'm thinking at some point i maybe want to do that but i don't know i don't know you know what's weird the, mm. do you think about this often you think about your age in relation to your future yeah like percentage wise like I'm destined to average 75 and I'm 26. So I'm a third of the way done. Like what? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Life is fleeting. Right. <laughs> Nothing. Everything is meaningless. Enjoy it while you're here. It's a good thought. Go camping. To, <laughs> have a meat party. Yeah. It's a, it's a good thing to remind me to just think it's not going to matter at the end. Yeah. You know, but then it makes me think what does matter. And re- Nothing. Enjoy the ride. And I always get pulled into the Dan Harmon explanation of the nihilism within Rick and Morty. Yeah. When he talks about how you can zoom out until it's all meaningless or you can zoom right into something that does. Yeah. You know, and just you live in that moment. Yeah. And I keep trying to put myself in that in those shoes of just saying, come on, zoom out, zoom out. Okay. Zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, <laughs> zoom in, zoom in. But it's so yeah, hard. like your day today. It's like, oh, man, this is really rough. Zoom out like 10x and it yeah. immediately loses its meaning. Yeah, and it but it's so hard to zoom back in. And yeah. I feel like it is for everybody. That's why you have so many inspirational things by people who post things about, you know, love and life and freedom and being lo- releasing your soul and, you know. I think those are people who like recently zoomed in to like so? a, a point that they haven't zoomed before or whatever. It's like, "Whoa, man. Have, have you ever done that?" like realized like gotten it like zoomed in that much yeah it's so last year when i was unemployed i did a lot of thinking and some people would say soul searching but i was just basically existential dread mixed with existential what should i do next like i know like people are in that situation all the time and i just kind of decided I'm just going to do whatever I want as long as it's not like dumb or like counterintuitive to the next thing that I might want to do. Right. So just enjoy like every decision you make. Think about it in in terms of what is going to get me the most average enjoyment of my life. Like you could think I want we're going out to dinner. Do I get a salad or a big greasy burger? Well, I'll enjoy a big greasy burger a lot more right now. So maybe just do that immediately. But if I keep making that decision in a a year from now, I'm going to gain 50 pounds and I'm just going to be a big grease ball and I'm going to be having a bad time. My shits are going to be all oily and I'm going to breathe heavily and snore and be sweaty all the time. And then you're going to have I'm heart problems. I'm describing me right now. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Uh, and eventually have heart problems. So, like, figure out how to enjoy that salad so that you can enjoy the next year of your life. And have nice, tight poops and not snore. And only be normally sweaty. And breathe silently. What is... What's, 
So wow. it's like so that was a dark take on that because I was not ex- picturing you uh, for that conversation. So <laughs> that was I actually realized that halfway through describing that sad person, but um, I'm just describing what I know. <laughs> but but so basically, I'm saying I'm making a really spicy way to say just to do whatever's best for you. But like literally, think about it in terms of happiness. Do like I'm going camping this weekend because it's gonna make me really happy. It's using four of my vacation days, but I'm gonna enjoy these four vacation days more than I'd enjoy something else with those four vacation days. True. Doing whatever's making me the happiest. Doing true. Do, do, yeah. If point. you have uh, if if you have three plans, I oh man, three people wanted to make plans with me tonight. Oh man, who should I bail on? Oh, this person I haven't seen in a while, so I like I owe it to them to blah blah blah. Right. Just do whatever one sounds the most fun. Literally, like who the fuck cares? So, at what point do you stop making bad decisions and you start making decisions to invest in your future? You think about those. Well, uh, so when do you eat the salad? When it would make you happy <laughs> to realize, like, okay, I'm unhappy eating these burgers. I'm gonna stop now. And eating the salad, even though it won't taste great, will make me happy because uh, I know. you need to have the right salad. Oh, I know. There, there's oh. some salads I'm like, fuck, I could do this every day. <laughs> yeah, no, if somebody... Side note, the hardest problem about salads is the freshness and the prep because mm-hmm. if you dice a salad or chop a salad, yep. it's A, super easy to eat because it's not leafy shit falling off your yeah. fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one is that it's fresh so the ingredients aren't turning mushy from the moisture. Yeah. Salads are great because they're usually made fresh. Yeah. You don't get old salad and go oh wow this is so amazing no you get fresh salad and it's good yeah exactly this was just made yeah yeah i'm sorry continue um so like the the three plans thing which one will impact your future the most if you're having a good future setup is what's going to make you happy then do that so the other night uh when we recorded the end game podcast i had three plans and i figured out how to, to delete one of them one of them, uh, so I had work until eight o'clock. My cousin uh, had his final senior lacrosse game, a senior home game or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my other cousin's like, hey, let's go surprise him and show up at his game and just go nuts every time he has the ball and just cheer him on so aggressively. Um, and you were like, hey, do you want to record the podcast tonight? And then my other friend was like, hey, do you want to go see Detective Pikachu? I was like, man, Detective Pikachu looks fun. I want to go see with that friend. He's a really fun person to go see movies with. Let me consider that option. Work. Eh. (laughs) It's work. I enjoy my work because that's another thing. If you don't enjoy your job, quit right now. Well, don't quit right now, but start looking for another job right now. And once you find another job, quit. And then the uh, the lacrosse game, I'm like, oh, dude, hanging out with my cousins. I haven't seen them since Christmas because we basically just see each other on big holidays. Being loud and obnoxious at a lacrosse game, that sounds really fun. I haven't gone to a sporting game in a long time. High school sports, my cousin's playing it. That sounds fun. Doing the podcast, always a good time. Um, so I decided to take a half day. Uh, like I, I had to use personal time to do it, which is like sick time. So like that's four hours of sick time that I won't get back for the rest of the year. But uh, I decided to go to the lacrosse game because I figured that's gonna it's gonna end at eight ish, and then I could zoom right over to the podcast. I was a little bit late, but I got to do the lacrosse game and the podcast. Had a great time at both, and uh, I'll just see Detective Pikachu another time. And uh, personal time is whatever they give it to you for a reason. And I had a great True. day. 
True. Yeah, if I had seen Detective Pikachu, I would have had to blow off two other things, and that would make me upset that I had to bail on two people. Pikachu, I've heard, is really good. I've heard it's really good. I've heard it's... They finally made a good video game movie. Although I think it would be hilarious, because I think I saw somewhere that they wanted Danny DeVito to be Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so good. That would have been so good. Or Gilbert Gottfried. I always say Gilbert Gottfried as Pikachu would have been hilarious, too. No. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried is over. His reign is over. No. Yeah. If he came back as Pikachu... No. Oh, God, Danny DeVito would have been so good. <laughs> Just Frank Reynolds as Pikachu. <laughs> like, specifically yeah. that Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it would have been good. It would have been good. Suicide is badass. <laughs> <laughs> Can I interest you in an egg in these trying times? Yes. <laughs> all these... All that fucking shit. Yeah. No, I... I don't know, man. I don't know how often you, you have those thoughts. What? existential what are we doing here i'm almost dead yeah like one of the big things that i always get told is like just do make just do what you think would make you happy man for like a job yeah and And i always say just i don't know what would make me happy dude (laughs) like i don't know what what i'm supposed to do to to make me happy so then the next thing is we'll do what allows you to do things that make you happy and i go i get that but yeah that's 40 hours a week that i'm still losing that don't do that. No, if it's like, oh man, you, I, the, these, this company is hiring and they're paying like double what I'm making right now. The work is going to suck though. It's don't. Don't do that. That's a third of your life. Eight hours a day is a third of a day and you're going to do that five days a week. Yuck. And if you're not enjoying that, that's half of your waking hours doing something that you don't like for a paycheck. Now, here's the downside. Here's the downside. The video game of life. Yeah requires that it does you got to grind sometimes you have and to grind xp grinding sucks but what if there's like a fun way to grind for xp that's like less lucrative like in in red dead redemption online specifically oh hey there's that pin let's hey, take that out hey. of the wall <laughs> and we'll, we'll gradually slide into it with this <laughs> um i can't think of the word um but gradual no the uh xp no slow less lucrative simile what's the m word that also means simile metaphor Metaphor. jesus christ um we'll start with this red dead metaphor for (laughs) grinding through the xp game of life um there's ways to grind and online oh there's this specific cougar that spawns on this ridge because it looks cool when you're on the bottom of the ridge. That's why they made it spawn there. But if you stand 30 feet away, you can like face away and then turn back and it respawns. Then you could kill it and take it to town and skin it and sell it. And then you could go back, face away, look at it, it spawns. You could do that for 10 hours and you make a ton of cash. But that's boring. That's not that's not a fun way to play the game. You could go around and you could just randomly hunt stuff in the wild and it like earns money like a quarter the speed, but it's more fun. Do that instead. Who cares? It's a game. Life is just a game. Just do whatever's the most fun because one day it's going to be over and you're, you will have spent 40 hours a week doing something that you don't like. And yeah, you have more money and you could go on more vacations, but you got to think is if that vacation that you're saving up for, if, if that house that you're saving up for is really going to make you happier than having a better job would have been, fine, do it. But you have to consider happiness as a currency. So where do you stand? What? 
What do you mean? Off of me this? currently? Yeah. Like my job versus how much money I'm making? No, no. Your happiness level. I'm doing fine. I'm just coasting. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm not exactly where I want to be. I wish I was making probably significantly more money. <laughs> and I, I have this goal of a thing that's going to make me so happy once I get there in like two to three, maybe five years if I'm being realistic. <laughs> right. And I'm just, I'm trying to get there, but I'm getting there by doing something that I'm enjoying along the way. And it might take me a little bit longer to do it this way. I got not offered, but I interviewed for a job that I was considering that pays like double what I'm doing now. And it's it for a department in an insurance company Blech. versus doing over the phone technical support for a toy company that I love. I'm interacting with the customers who also love this thing and it's so fun. And the people I work with are fun and the company is like super fun. Build, build our toys on your desk and stuff like that. True. And just everything is colorful and they have fun things every Friday. They get us pizza all the time. It's free M&Ms all the time. Super fun. I have a lot of friends there. We play Dungeons and Dragons, talk about Game of Thrones and Avengers. It's a good time. If I work at that insurance company, I'm going to go there, clock in, be a little bit stressed out. The only one in that department doing all the IT work. I know I'm making good money. I know I'm. it's making my dream for a few years out a lot less years out. It's going to be good to go in one to two years. I just need to do this for one to two years. It's dragging on me. It's stressing me out. I'm depressed. Probably lose a little bit of hair. Probably gain a little bit more weight. And it's like, that's a whole year of my life that like, sure, there's good times every weekend. I have a blast I go home and play video games. But like, there's this general stress that I'm dragging through this whole year or two. That's like, that's a whole, that's two out of my 75 average years, like generally suck. What if I get in a car accident at the end of the two years? Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dead. Or you go camping and there's a strange man outside your your sleeping area <laughs> at three in the morning. Sick reference, bro. Making, <laughs> making noise. Yeah. I'll listen really carefully yeah, and then fall right, asleep in right. half an hour. Uh, so explain Red Dead Online for me. Okay, so Which, it sucks. What? So <laughs> I, I is it basically it. the normal game just through online with other no, people? No, that would be great. Okay, so what is it? It's just the normal game. It's... There's a really light story that's hey go to go to this place and shoot 20 waves of enemies and then get the bag that's in the center that's filled with gold and bring it back here and then you'll you'll win the level. And then there's there's I don't know. It's it's a completely different gameplay. The quote unquote levels, the missions, the random events, the stranger missions are like completely different and it's it's very thinly veiled way to get you to spend money on the game. It's like in a, a mission, literally they take things that like a mission in the story that you would get like 25 bucks is like, oh, great. I could put this towards the camp. I could upgrade something I could get. Uh, I could upgrade my gun, something like that. If they copy and pasted that same mission into online, you get like a buck 50. And then like everything in the shop still costs like pretty much the same. They want you to just grind and grind and they want you to be playing for hours. And it feels like a, a video game jail <laughs> or you could pay us 20 real dollars and get $300 in the game. And then you could go crazy at the store for a little while and you could get a really nice horse 
Or you could grind for 40 hours doing that same or mission. Or just play the campaign again. Exactly. But the online, I'm pretty sure, is still super popular. There's like races that you can do. It's like, hey, let's get 40 people on horses and race around the desert through these very specific things. Eh, fun, I guess. Are you really going to do that over and over again? No. It's not Mario Kart. It's not made right. to be perfect races. Right. I haven't played online console games since PS3. Besides like Overwatch. Besides Overwatch, yeah. And I don't know if I want to. Like, I got Titanfall 2, like I said, uh, yeah. for like 10 bucks. Yep. Um, and campaign's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I like it so far. It's it's weird because I just like I just like the violence of it, which is nice. Yeah. And the story's kind of neat. But everybody always talks about how cool it is online. Yeah. But I don't want to play it online. It's very exciting online. I don't want to play it online. It was meant to be online. Titanfall 1 was just online. Really? Yeah. In Titanfall 2, they added a story. Oh. Because oh. people would be like, this is fucking cool. Like, give us a backstory here, please. And they did. Yeah. Okay. But, like, online is... It's made by um, the guys who made, uh, like, the first Call of Duties. And I forget exactly what happened. Their studio got shut down by Activision. So their company is called Respawn Entertainment. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Respawn. Oh, Um, funny. Oh, man, they got you. They got you real good. Um, (laughs) They're also making a new Star Wars game. I was told not to support that. Why? Why? Because it's EA. It's EA Activision. I think they already said... Like, no microtransactions. Like, basically, this one isn't going to suck. We promise. Um, looks cool. It's called uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I think I got that right. And it takes place right after Episode 3 when Order 66 happens. And they execute all the Jedi. And you're a Jedi Padawan that somehow they missed. And then they realize it. So they're hunting you down the whole game. So you're, like, trying to hide from place to place. You're trying to escape. You're trying to trying to rebuild the resistance or whatever and you're being hunted down by sith and like bad guys and bounty hunters seems pretty that's a cool, cool. story and it has like the titanfall wall running because you're like you're a jedi and you can run on walls that's like respawn entertainment's thing i guess now is, is the, just is the wall running hey we nailed running yeah. on walls so we're gonna put in every game yeah yeah it is seems intuitive cool. now it is pretty intuitive it was like freaky at first but it makes sense now yeah it makes sense um, now. um but yeah red dead online is just with grand theft auto 4 online it's just hey here's the sand sandbox from grand theft auto 4 do it with friends and there's just games that you can do you could go bowling like you can in the story player you could play poker you could do all this stuff you could go to a bar and get drunk and then drive around drunk in the city um and then like you can make money and you could do missions and you can do races and it's fun and then grand theft auto 5 they kept supporting it and then they released when microtransactions started becoming a thing there they introduced like shark cards which is like the brand of credit cards in the game it's like buy set, set, pay us 20 real dollars and we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars and you could use it to buy cars and upgrade your shit and then it's all kind of just been becoming about that they add content to the game that you could either grind forever to unlock or buy and then they add different ways for you to grind but it's like I never see it as more ways for you to play. I see it as more ways for you to grind. Like, here's more things that you could scratch for a couple bucks. And then that's like, they're making so much money. So much money. People still play it? Yeah. Grand Theft Auto V is still insanely popular online. It's like one of the highest uh, categories on Twitch still. 
top 10 every day. I was told by somebody at work uh, about how, I guess, uh, WoW is coming back. Yeah. Well, WoW Classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he mentioned. Yeah, yeah. And I said, is that going to be a big deal? And he said, it should be a big deal. I think it's more for the fans. Because, like, Hong plays WoW all the time. He plays every every night when I'm leaving here. I visit him in the basement and he's playing WoW. Right. So that's still insanely popular. True. But they're doing WoW Classic as more of, like, a nostalgia thing. Because that's what everybody's been doing the last five but years. But I, so. I feel like everybody's been, like he told me, he said everybody's been complaining about each new release of WoW. That they like change something and ruin something. Yeah, and they just want to go back to the OG. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's the nostalgia people. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. It'll be fun. They're also doing Warcraft 3, which is a um, RTS real-time strategy, like Age of Empires or Starcraft. <laughs> Age what? of Empires. Age of Empires. Continue. They're doing an Age of Empires 4. Oh, my God. It's coming out soon-ish. I don't really know. We got one trailer like over a year ago, and then it's been absolutely silent. Have they redone Roller Coaster Tycoon? Uh, I think so. Like recently. But I recently watched like a 45-minute documentary on why Roller Coaster Tycoon is one of the best tycoon games ever made. Yeah. Do you know how big the team was that made that I, game? We, we went over this. Yeah, one we did. <laughs> I was wondering if that was you. I went over. Yeah, it was me. It was me. One, we went over it. One boy. What is your biggest fear about getting older? Um, losing abilities, like losing my vision to a point where it sucks. Not being able to run, like literally, like my grandfather can't run. He could walk right. fine. He could walk for hours. But if someone's dude, behind this, him with a knife, do this granny. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> this is where I die. <laughs> There's uh, grandparents that do CrossFit. Fuck that. Have you seen that? That's not going to be me. So <laughs> there's people who have won the lottery. True. That's not going to be me. <laughs> but the difference is that you could be a CrossFit grandpa. Yeah. You just got to start sooner than being a grandpa. I'm not going to. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because my whole happiness speech, that's not going to make me the most happy going to do CrossFit at the gym. I'm just going to be like, this sucks. Oh, that's a good point. That doesn't make you happy. Going to the gym for me is like working that job that's going to make you a lot of money. Oh, I know the end result is going to be awesome from this, but this is the fucking worst. (laughs) God, why do I have to just lift this pole (laughs) over and over again? I feel like I'm getting nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. Exercise is weird to me. It, like so today I was I had to run around, I had to go to Harbor Freight and get some tools. I had to go to Costco and get some carrots. I had to go do shit. But I was thinking I have enough time before Chris comes over. Mm-hmm. I'll do like a heavy bag workout. I'll just go downstairs and punch and do some kicks. Yep. And uh that'll be it cuz where I, do you have that? That's like, in the garage. Okay. And I was thinking, you know, I have cuz I have my own little home gym with stuff I could do. And I was like, I'll just do something light home. Like here at home, and then tomorrow I'm going to play hockey, and then Thursday I'll do stuff at the gym, and then Friday I'll do stuff at the gym, and that'll be it. Um, but then I didn't do anything. Yeah. I came home, and I thought, I opened up a seltzer, and I said, I'll drink the seltzer, then I'll go start stretching and do my workout. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I had a really aggravating day. I want to kill people. So yeah. I turned on Titanfall. <laughs> Titanfall 2. So I just kept doing the campaign. And it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. It's very rewarding. Yeah. It's very rewarding. So I was playing that, and then it got to 745, and I thought, okay, 
Time to turn it off. And then a crazy shit happened in the story. And I went, all right, I kind of want to see what happens next. I'll go to eight. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, it was like eight zero five. And I just thought, oh, fuck, turn it off. So I turned it off. And then at that point, I just went, wait a minute. And then you texted me. Like, oh, I'll be there at 850. And I just went, I don't have time for this. I still have to meal prep. I still have to make dinner. And I just thought, fuck. And, I, and you know what? Maybe it's for the better. My back, I did. I worked out yesterday. And my back is kind of sore. So yep. maybe it's better. I just took today off. And I just... It's such a different mentality than when I was 20 to 25, mm-hmm. where it was five to six days a week at the gym. All the demons have to be killed. Go to the gym and kill demons. And that's like, what it was. Like mental demons? Like work out all the frustration? Yeah. It yeah. was just like anything that was upsetting me, it was just go to the gym and just imagine that you're killing things. Yeah. When you're, when you're working out. Imagine and, your problems as physical things. And by you lifting that bar 10 times, you're slowly killing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm killing it. It's dying, <laughs> you know, and I'm making myself capable. So a werewolf can burst through the wall and I will just fucking rip its throat out. Just <laughs> fucking get in that, get in that For mode. When that happens, <laughs> just get in the mood. Yeah. And now it's just me. Ah, I'm going to finish my seltzer. <laughs> like that's like the, the change. Yeah. And it's, and it goes back to, I feel like getting older. I'm not only am I getting more, just get off my lawn, yeah. but I'm getting more just, I don't know. Just, uh, I don't want to say worn out, mm-hmm. even though I feel worn out and I probably look worn out right now. Cause I think I am worn out. You're but. slumping. <laughs> <laughs> You're straight up slumped right now. <laughs> I think it's uh, <laughs> it's more a matter of just, I don't know, maybe trying to find balance in it all, you know? I well, think- how do you feel about today? Like, today being home, there was shit that went down at work that you couldn't control. But right. then you came home and you decided to have a seltzer and eat your slop food that I had some of and it was really good and play Titanfall 2. Right. Do you, do you feel happy that that's how your night ended up? No. Don't do that again then. See, I Next wanted to hit the bag. But here's the thing. I know it's good for me. Like my, like all the muscles I'm going to use to punch something yeah. are super sore. And then me working them tonight then going to hockey tomorrow night is how I break down my body. Yeah. So it's a weird... Give, you need a rehab day. And that's the... See, that's the thing with, with, with like being into working out or going to the gym. It's just you... It's a lot of people who pick it up. And this is a huge CrossFit either like boon or bust... Either you get so head over heels about it, you break your body into pieces and then you got to rehab and you're behind the ball mm-hmm. or you boom from it and you turn into this crazy fucking gladiator athlete that you see at the fucking CrossFit games. It's just, <laughs> I just picked up CrossFit three years ago. Ah, I love it. You know? So it, it's kind of like that where you see it. I see it a lot. Like there's, I see it with just normal people. I'll go to the gym and I'm just thinking, you're always here, man. And it's not like they're in crazy shape. It's not like they're some Adonis of muscle and physique. They're just in shape. Mm-hmm. But they just love the feeling of accomplishing this thing by yeah. coming here and getting it done. And yeah, good for them. I, I, I applaud them for it. But it's it's that it's that thing where it's like I gotta take my foot off the gas pedal. Yeah. You know? I get that. It's kinda like game it's like gaming. Remember when you were a teenager in high school? And you went to our friends, and they got the new game. They got Halo or whatever. Yeah. And it's your first time playing it, and you play it until 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. You 
gas pedal down all the way. That was a heavy foot. Just yeah, 100%. Lead foot. We're playing this all night, mother. And you knew it. You had Mountain Dew and Doritos. Oh, we got ready. Yeah. And you were ready. You had pizza or quesadillas. And you just yeah. were going to fucking rock to Totino's pizza rolls. Yeah? Yeah, Totino's Pizza Rolls and Mountain Dew. Yeah, we're going to crush the fucking shit out of this game console. This game console is going to work so fucking hard tonight. Oh, God. We're going to wear down those thumbsticks so good. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just you're playing and you're thinking, oh, I should Oh, man, sleep. this is great. I really It's sleep time because I'm an adult and I set my own bedtime, but I can't wait to play more tomorrow. Now, do you do that all the time or do you go, eh, I'll play a little bit more? I'll do, I'll play a little bit more, but like, it's like an hour. There's a certain time where I'm like, okay, this is the threshold where if I go to bed now, I'll have an okay time tomorrow. And if I pass this, I'm going to be groggy. That is the, I go past an hour. That is the micro, micro, microcosm. Yeah, sure. Sure. I get what you're trying to say. Okay. It's, that is what you just said about life. Yeah, exactly. Your job in a third of your time. That's what you just equated it to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can, I, I'm really enjoying this. If I go to bed now, I'll be fine, but it's going to feel so good to give myself (laughs) one more hour and then it's not going to like ruin my day tomorrow, but I'm going to, I'm going to be tired tomorrow, but I'm going to tell my friends, I'm like, oh man, I'm a little tired. I played, uh, I played that Halo game (laughs) last (laughs) night. I I can't think of like a new thing that would be that amazing. Played the new Zelda game last night. Oh dude, I got to this part. Think, think about. I know you're a video game guy. Mm-hmm. Do you get jazz? Like, do you, what do you get? The only thing I can equate to being as excited about mm-hmm. as when I was a kid, just shaking with anticipation, <laughs> um, is only two things. And one would probably be, uh, a movie, Star mm-hmm. Wars, yeah. Avengers. Like, oh, I can't wait. The other one is finally laying down in bed after Ooh. I've been looking forward to it. Uh. And I get on the covers and you like shake in joy. You're just like, oh, don't do that. That's weird. Okay. Well, that's me. <laughs> that is not something that I do. <laughs> I shake and joy. Uh, I literally, I smile like a sloth <laughs> mm. <laughs> and just, <laughs> just wrap myself and like cocoon and just like, I, I have a body pillow uh, that I'm looking to get a Luigi uh, cover uh, uh, pillowcase for. And I just hug that. And it's like, um, I also weirdly found this new technique where if you're like, I want to sleep three, two, one now, you tense up every muscle in your body for 10 seconds. Like you literally have to concentrate on your fingers, your toes, your knees, your hips, your chin, your mouth, your neck, and just tense everything up, your abs and your like your gut. And I'm doing it right now, which is why my voice sounds so weird for 10 seconds. And like by 10, it's like, this is very uncomfortable. And then you immediately like... You, f- you go from your toes and you focus on each thing and make sure that there's no muscles holding them in place. They're just falling where they are. And you fucking pass out. Not pass out, like ugh, oh. like faint. <laughs> okay. But you're just literally like, ugh, sleep time. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know what I do? Within like two minutes. I swear to God. I do, I start with one or two uh, four by fours. Uh, what? Uh, you breathe in for four seconds. Yeah. You hold it for four seconds. Yeah. You exhale for four seconds. Yeah. You wait for four seconds. Ooh. You repeat again. Interesting. So it's four by four. It's supposed to, I learned that when I found out I, I had anxiety and uh. that when I realized I could identify what anxiety felt like. Yeah. You do that. 
your body just forces like the brakes on and slows you down. Yeah. So it's I like, do. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's breathing weird. Let's yeah. focus on that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, you do that four by fours. And then after the four by four, I learned if I just breathe slowly, like heavy and heavy, I just, just do that. I realized that's how I know. Like, I don't know. You probably know this by now. You know how you, how you feel and sound and breathe right before you fall asleep. Yeah. Right before you like really get fuzzy and foggy and you fade. It's basically the breathing I do while I'm sleeping. I could tell that it's yes, kicked in. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you just mimic that, that breathing, yeah. I always just, imme- <sighs> I don't, I'm, oh, I'm a mouth breather. No. And really? then once I'm out, I snore. Oh, no. Do you snore? No. If I'm drunk, I do. Weird thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, weird thing that happens to me sometimes. I'll wake up so suddenly that I hear myself snoring. Like my ears have activated, but I'm still snoring. <laughs> That's an old person thing. Yeah, you dude. You snore yourself awake. I'm a third of the way there. Or am I? It's <laughs> I'm two thirds of the way there. I uh, When I was younger, I actually was always afraid of, of snoring. Because I, th- I thought girlfriends would punch me or hate me for snoring. Oh, uh, happy to confirm that they do. <laughs> <laughs> so I made sure to always breathe, just cons- try to be considerate. Just mm-hmm. That's how I breathe when I sleep. <laughs> that's until I... <laughs> I like the idea of you just putting an effort 100% of the time you're sleeping. <laughs> you're dreaming and you're like, in... <laughs> I don't go that far. I definitely, I definitely snore a little bit. I definitely do like the little snores, but I don't really. Sometimes, yeah, but I because I've been told that. But I've been told I snore when I'm drunk. Yeah, hell when yeah. I'm drunk, I'm just like, nope, fuck it. Yeah, the same with my girlfriend. She turns into a fucking monster when she snores. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> demons trying to escape you on this night yeah no it's it's uh yeah it's something that i've tried to avoid but it's also just it's another sign of us getting old yeah isn't that weird like you know what's not weird i have friends i'm not going to mention because i know some of them by name (laughs) but i'm sure there's a lot of our friends that are our age or younger that already have older issues old people problems like I have friends with Back hemorrhoids and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hemorrhoids? Yeah. Oh, I got those, baby. You have hemorrhoids? Yeah. Sometimes I sit on the toilet too long. I poop. I open up Reddit. And then 30 minutes later, I got a dried out butthole. And then next time I try to poop it, hemorrhoid happens. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I got old people stuff, dude. <laughs> I'm not healthy. You got to get used to this fact about me. <laughs> I'm not going to last as long as you want me to. <laughs> you should try. To to last, last longer. longer. <laughs> anyway, things you're so excited about: <laughs> movies and going to bed. Oh yeah, and I was gonna say what, what, what's that for you? And so many and, little and, things. And especially if you say video games, I want to know what video games made you so like. <gasps> very few. And like you're in, exactly. That's what I was expecting. Very few. Right. I can. I only buy ten out of ten video games now. Like I only buy. I mean, short answer, Nintendo games <laughs> or like games from companies that have proven time and time and again that their the skim is going to be perfect. God of War. God of War I was on the fence on because God of War one through three is like really decent. Great games. Not something that like I care so much about, like the story and the characters and the so history. So why'd you buy the latest one? Um, Reviews. I watched more gameplay of it. And the more I learned, I'm like, wait, this whole game is one camera shot. 
like they stitch together every single level and in cutscene together so it literally doesn't cut to black there's not a single loading screen besides when you first boot it up that's really cool and then the story is like it goes really deep like it's like nerdy norse mythology not like thor and loki were brothers and like there's this hammer and you have to be worthy and like i love that about marvel but this is like no like there's this whole pantheon and like this person doesn't like that person and this person's kind of weird and he's kind of an alcoholic (laughs) like (laughs) like that kind of stuff and then i heard that the gameplay was fucking like i watched one review and it has this mechanic where you have this magical axe. It's basically Stormbreaker. And you can throw it, and there is a callback button. You press L1, I think, to call it back. And it goes... And every time you catch it, the controller vibrates for like half a second. It's like a taptic. It's not taptic. A haptic. But it, yeah, haptic. Uh, it's not, because that just literally feels like tapping. It's just a short little... And like every time you catch it, you feel it hit the controller. Oh, so! And they showed like a supercut, and it goes. And this feels good every single time. And <laughs> each syllable, he caught the the thing again. I'm like, fuck, that looks really fun. And they're like, the gameplay is just so satisfying. The story like makes you cry by the end of it. The graphics are beautiful. I'm like, fuck. And I'm super Scandinavian. I have to buy it. <laughs> And I, I bought it and I was house sitting. Uh, I was like, shit, I got nothing to do. I'm bored as shit. Every time well I'm house sitting, my parents might as well pick it up and, and then trade it back in, like buy it for 60, trade it in for 35. It cost me $25. To Did place. you do that? No, <laughs> it was a masterpiece. Yeah. I loved it. But the games that I, the second it, it's announced, I'm like 10 out of 10 bonerific excited is like Mario and Zelda, like and Mario Kart. It's so rare that you have a 10 out of a 10, though, right? What do you mean? Like, how often are games 10 out of 10? Uh, not very often, but with Mario and Zelda, a lot higher, probably. <laughs> so True, true. And Breath of the Wild is one of the best games I've ever played. Mario Odyssey is one of the most fun games I've ever played. Yeah, that was always funny to me that, like, what's game of the year? It's Mario vs. Mario again. <laughs> it's Mario vs. Zelda. Yeah, this, this, this two, two years ago, 2017... It was like three Nintendo games versus God of War and Tomb Raider or something, I think. What one? Uh, Zelda. <laughs> Zelda won like everything that year. Like, oh, always- they did it. They made the perfect video game. Zelda always won. Breath of the Wild? Yeah, Breath of the Wild. If there's anything to get me into the Switch, it's Breath of the Wild. That's easily. I think a week after it came out, I checked the Switch. So the Switch and Breath of the Wild came out on the same day. Right. Um, and I checked like the play history or whatever and it said 140 plus hours played of breath of the wild you did yeah in like a week (laughs) not not a week that's mathematically impossible but like a shockingly short amount of time like oh god (laughs) i guess that is all i did that game i took two days off of work the release day and the next day i remember yeah oh fuck that game got me so to answer the question then it's obviously not games because you said it's very rare. It's only ten out of ten games. Yeah. So, so like Zelda's, Mario's, th- and like God of War, I wasn't even excited for. I got excited I as I was Dead playing. Were you excited for it? Yeah. I mean, that game, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a great game. Like, it's gonna be another great thing in the series, and I'm gonna enjoy it. But not like shaking, like, oh my god, it's so close. I didn't have that. So like, what oh, you, this what, is gonna be a great time. So what do you have that for? I get smaller doses of it for a lot of things now and i find them and i latch onto them recently it's making pizzas okay when i go to the store and i get pizza ingredients i'm so excited to get home and start preheating the oven yeah so what kicked you off on pizza 
uh, a my plans for the future. And then the fucking pizza show, the show that you sent me an episode of. I watched every what what episode episode did I send you? Uh, I think you sent me Bay Area, like San Francisco Bay Area. No, no, I did not send you that one. I forget. Was it Lucali's? Was it? Oh no! Was it Action and uh, Frank? I don't think it was that one. Let me just go back. This is going to be a while ago, but um, I just find little things like that. I'm so excited for camping this week. I'm literally like buzzing about it. I'm texting the guys Meat Fest 2019 group chat. I texted him yesterday, four more sleeps. <laughs> I just got to sleep four more times and then we're camping. I like how happy you are for that. Yeah. So, and I'm scrolling through so many Rick Ross and Nicolas Cage gifts. <laughs> Those are my bread and butter, if you haven't noticed, because they fulfill everything I need to respond with. <laughs> one Nicolas Cage reaction. Uh, Jack Nicholson smiling <laughs> and nodding. Um... I think I'm getting there. We're at March. Um, yeah, just you you find things that get you excited and you latch on to them. And why, did, you why did I send you one? We were talking about something pizza related and you sent me a, uh, I definitely passed it. Um, you just sent me a pizza thing. You're like, watch this. This is relevant to the pizza thing we were just talking about. Yeah. Okay. okay. I could have sworn. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, 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 no. I, I think I think I did. I just don't know. It's okay. No worries. What makes you happy like that? Like movie? Uh, oh yeah, you just said movies and uh, going to sleep. Going to sleep when I'm ready for sleep. Yeah. When like you're at the point where you need it. You sent me the Bay Area. I did send you the Bay Area. Oh, no, you sent it to me because there's this one. No, this is May 4th. This is like a week ago. I think you showed it to me in person. Yeah, okay. you did. Okay. You showed it to me on your iPad downstairs after an episode. And then I was like, that looks really good. I'm going to go watch that. What's it called? The pizza show? And I watch episode one. I'm like, damn, that was really good. And I watched every episode in like three days. I'm like, fuck. Those are dudes that are just talking about like they get into the nitty gritty of pizza. That's so cool. I didn't know all of that was there. I thought it was like. First, you take the dough, and then you put the sauce and the cheese, and then you cook it. But, like, there are so many people that swear by this way of doing it this way, and, oh, that guy sucks, and, like, there's so many different ways. I forget the dude from Brooklyn who moved out to to Cali uh, and made and makes pizza, and he's called, like, the wizard. Mm. And he has such a unique spot in California. It's this giant, echoey like white marbled room and it's him in the middle yeah with a pizza oven yeah that's and the uh the one you sent me from the bay area yeah <laughs> that uh neapolitan is like a master class of pizza yeah and that's it <sighs> and it's just and the way he makes the dough and he's doing everything by hand which is him and like one other person yeah and then he's there in the middle doing it all by himself yep and just, just one oven he just makes one like oven. one maybe two pieces at a time mad scientist who just is infatuated with the perfect pizza that he's been chasing and that's what he's doing too he's trying to make the perfect like cheese pizza is which is like the, and that's like i saw that that may have been the one where i'm like fuck i need to get into this now <laughs> if he's been doing it this long and he took it out and he critiqued like 10 things about it yeah and uh frank the host of the show was like dude this is an amazing pizza give yourself some credit yeah he was just going no and he tried no. it and he was like wow yeah <laughs> like 
the guy who owns a pizzeria. Like yeah. a good pizza, a really good pizza. Yeah. yeah. One of the best pizzerias in New York. It's called Best Pizza yeah, it's called in Brooklyn, best New pizza. York. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And then like watching the Lucali episode and Lucali, uh, he was also on um, Ugly Delicious, which is a fantastic he's, show. He's on, on a lot of shows. He's like the mayor of pizza in New York. Which is funny because he's always got the same reaction. He's just like, yeah, I just made the pizza and then people like the pizza people seem to like it i'm glad they like like it it and (laughs) and we can only see like 20 people so it's you know it's rough but i make pizza that's something we should do we should uh take a day trip to new york go down i think the they start taking you can get they don't take reservations but you can get in line at four o'clock i think uh i think it's earlier than that yeah but we should figure it out go down there have some fucking lucali like that would be so fun. And that's what people do. They put their name on the list. And they're like, okay, you'll you'll be able to be seated around 5.30. And then you got like three hours to kill. Walk around Brook- Brooklyn for three hours. Um, David Yang, I think is the guy's name who runs, uh, who hosts Ugly Delicious. Mm-hmm. He went there with a friend. They got in line. He goes, and then I go over to the sushi place down the street and they have amazing sushi. So I get sushi because I'm going to get pizza in three hours. So like, we should go do sushi than pizza yeah well i mean not sushi particularly i mean we could but like i've had sushi in so long we should yeah dude let's do it we should go to lucali next weekend next week no yeah yeah no No, it's too late you already said yes (laughs) hang on (laughs) this weekend my plans are we're gonna do a meet and greet (sighs) enough about you meet and greet meet is at lucali What if we did that and for some reason there was 25 people there? Just <laughs> every single one of our listeners. <laughs> just, we did it, man. We're here. It's just like, fuck. Why? Um, Shit. All right. Let's get in line, I guess. This said, fuck this. I'm like mostly joking. Also, oh, okay. next weekend, I'm going to be working one of the days. So it literally have to be like a I was going to say, trip. I'd rather do it beginning of june Dude, let's after May, once we're done May's recording we're gonna figure it out rainy right let's now stop recording so we can figure this out right now uh, okay. <laughs> why don't you want to go to lucali this goes back to the get off my lawn age that i'm getting into you're where old and traveling to new york is dangerous <laughs> <laughs> so many things could go wrong no it's what if what if what if people need me at my house what not. if my mom calls no <laughs> It's not. It's not the. It's not. on to your youth. It's not the. It's not. You know what it is. It's not the threat of traveling. It's in this case particularly. So if you don't know this, I hate New York. Okay, that's reasonable. I I hate New York City. I hate going to New York City. I hate trips to New York City. Yeah, it's because I grew up going to New York City. Yeah, because my family was. Brooklyn and Staten Island. Yeah. So all my life, it's been the not that I hate anybody from New York or especially my family. I love you them. Be careful. I love them. No, I fucking love all them. our new they're listeners great. are going to be from New no, York no, no, once no, we promote great, the shit great. out of this. And no, I'm a, I'm a New York Ranger fan. I root for the Jets and the Mets. Go fuck yourself. The thing that is <laughs> fuck the, yourself. The, the big thing here is just I've spent so much time traveling to and from New York. Yeah. That even though, and then I interned in New York in fucking Manhattan for a summer. Yep. I don't know the last time you had to commute into Manhattan and back for a summer. <laughs> Jeez, but let me get so heated. <laughs> Sorry. You really hate New York. <laughs> I hate being there. I hate going there. I I like New York. Like I love 
the culture. I love yeah. the things they have to offer. I love the people, especially. I love the 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 lifestyle of being there. But you love what it is. I love what it is. But you hate interacting with it in any way. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I hate interacting with it. Like the only time I'm okay with it is when I got to go see my cousins. Yeah. See my uncle, my cousin, my aunt. Beautiful. Yeah. I love seeing them there. It's a fun time. It's great. It reminds me of my childhood because I grew up there and all that other stuff with them. And, and it's awesome. It's fun. But going there and dealing with the trains and the walking and the cabs and this moist piss filled vomit dirty clothes subways wow you the, just perfectly <laughs> described that smell and the piss fucking, vomit and, and then like the hot sewage brake dust exhaust cigarette yeah, butt yeah. mixed keep going dry coffee cupped pizza conglomerate <laughs> that's coming mixing with like random hot ingredients from grills on the sides of the streets and that you smell as you walk through as you bump into random people at different speeds because they're all different walks of life and just it's just uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> That was a good impression of the human version of New York. <laughs> I don't know where Lucali is in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, it's in yeah. Uh, Williamsburg. Williams- oh, Williamsburg? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, so I like the New York areas, the boroughs especially, that are retaining something that I remember from childhood, where yeah. it was stickball in the streets, gardens in the backyard. Williamsburg is kind of that, right? Yeah, not like anymore. he was walking around and there were like old dudes playing shuffleboard on the side. He goes, "Hey, how's it going?" And he like talked to him and everybody. Knew yeah, him. yeah, but it's getting ritzy ditzy chic. Yeah, now. Yeah, I mean it is. It is. It was that. It definitely yeah. was that. But it's becoming the chic hipster. Like, oh, there's a microbrewery over here, and <laughs> oh, we're a gastropub. We serve you know duck terrine and blah blah blah. Yeah. It's it's definitely changing. Not that it's bad. It's just that's the New York that I grew up with that I would feel more familiar with. And now there's like. A lot less in it for you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I got a lot of family that's... You know, it's funny. All my family in New York want out of New York. Yeah. They're all tired of the city. They're all tired of the fucking cost. They're all tired of... the Like, half of my family is trying to move out. Yeah. From New York City. I can Granted, see that. They've been there for their entire lives. So, it makes sense that eventually they want to change from that shit. Yeah. It's so easy to move out. A yeah. couple people from Apple just moved into New York. Yeah. They're like, we want to live in New York okay now we live in new york <laughs> like you can just do it okay you want us to talk plants we will end this episode so we can talk plants and next week will be our lucali reaction episode <laughs> <laughs> good night good night Also, this time, make sure it's, like, facing it's you It's facing me. Yeah, and you're not talking. I mean, it didn't sound that bad. You're talking from the side. You should say some, uh, some P oh, words. Oh, are we, are we doing it now? Yeah, some big P words. Pussy, titties, titties, pussy, 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 titties, titties. There's no P in titties. Testing the titties. Testing the titties and popping the pussies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see how All that right, sounds. That's good. That's good. All right, let's test it.